0: This is Brandon M. Crooker, and you're listening to the Apostolic Theory Podcast. Hi, friends, and thank you again for tuning in. I have a real great, um, interesting uh, topic today. We're going to be talking about the word of faith. The word of faith. I'm actually working on a book resource right now titled the word of faith and I'll be talking about the word of faith in, in depth and how you can apply it uh, to your everyday Christian life uh, but before we get too too uh, deep into conversation here we'll go to the word of God we'll go to the word of God Romans chapter 10 Romans chapter 10 starting at verse 1 now that says brethren My heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Stop there for a second. If we are going to be a righteous people, if we're going to be Christians of righteousness, people of righteousness, children of righteousness, the first thing is that we have to be submitted to the righteousness of God. What does that mean? That means we're submitted to the law of God. We're submitted to the law of faith. We're submitted to um, obedience to the word of God to the authority of God and we have faith and from that faith everything else follows because Christ is the end of the law for righteousness which means the law is still applicable the law doesn't dissipate it didn't disappear you still have to obey the law But that same law is fulfilled in Christ and fulfilled in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. To everyone that believeth, everyone that believeth, you have to believe. Verse 5, for Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them, but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this why, say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith that we preach. The word of faith that we preach. Preach that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the Scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things, but they have not all obeyed the gospel for isaiah said lord who hath believed our port verse 17 so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god so first uh we've, we've got to recognize the, the apostle paul as he's talking here um, is that when you speak in faith That is what we call the word of faith. When you open your mouth. See, the problem is there's a lot of secular Christianity. uh, Sections, sorry, of Christianity that they just. Their mouths. It's almost like their mouths have been bound up. They're afraid to speak in faith. See, that's not what God intended for any of us. Jesus, being our example, used his words. When he cast out demons, he used his words. When he performed miracles, he used his words. Words, words, words. This is the word of faith. The word of faith starts when you're willing to open your mouth. First of all, to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, that you need a Savior. Second, to convey the power and authority that Jesus has placed in your life. Oh, this is good. This is so good. So, to Every man is born with a measure of faith, but to utilize your faith. Verse 17 says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You have got to, it would do every single one of us a tremendous service to read the word of God out loud. Whatever that means for you. If that means, I personally think it's important for the individual to do the reading. Um, it's great to have your uh, audible Bibles. It's it's great to um, hear other people read uh, the Word of God, be it through the preached Word of God or through Bible studies and things of that nature. But I think it's important to establish the Word of God in your own heart. Not just hearing it, but hearing yourself say it. Not only does it establish repetition. But the Bible says that from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So if your mouth is speaking, what are you speaking? Are you speaking the word of God? So that's why I think it's important for every one of us to utilize the word of faith. To get the word of God in our heart. Because if you would do that, what would happen... You'll see a tremendous transformation in your life, if if you struggle with uh, this walk of faith, uh, be it just to the day to day service to God, um, you know, or you're struggling with uh, your sinful nature, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're struggling with. Here's the deal: the word of faith. When you get the word of God in your heart, it creates this. I don't know if vacuum is really the best way to say it, but it creates this this just continuous flow of the Word of God in your life. Which what that does for you is that makes it so that when you're in times of adversity, when you're in times of temptation, when you're in times of stress and struggle and strife, You have the word of God to fall back on. You have that word of God that you have been speaking into your own hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. By hearing it, by hearing it, by hearing the word of God, that's where faith comes from. And whether you want to admit it or not, who do you listen to the most? You listen to yourself the most be it you talking into your subconscious or are you talking out loud? Either way, you're the voice that you hear the most. You're the one that speaks into your life the most. And so if you would get a hold of this principle, when you speak the word of God yourself in your own being, in your own person, through your own mouth, you're uh, establishing a foundation of biblical truth, a foundation of... Uh, faith that just uh, settles deep into the crevices of your heart and it gives you that word of god to fall back on Uh, there are times when uh, you'll find yourself in any type of situation in life and what will happen is or you're talking to somebody and it's just like a light bulb just a light bulb goes off and the lord will bring back to remembrance certain scriptures certain uh, uh, portions of Scripture, certain Bible verses, certain uh, principles and precepts in the Word of God that you can convey to help others be successful in their walk with God. Now, in Romans uh, chapter 14, the Apostle Paul is talking. There's a lot of um, discontent and uh, there's a lot of Um, confusion between the Jews and the Gentiles um, about certain foods that was offered uh, to idols and to gods and things of that nature. And um, they, well, we can't eat that because it has been offered to idols. And this is what uh, the Apostle Paul said. He said, he that doubteth is damned if he eat because he eateth not of faith. Wow. Wow. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Listen, folks. People of God. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. That's a powerful statement. What does that mean for you and I today? That means that in context, that means that they were not walking in faith. They were not trusting God. Every single, no matter where you find yourself in life, no matter what you do, you've got to trust God. How do you do that? You do that by faith. John chapter 14. John chapter 14, it says, Let not your heart be troubled, you believe in god believe also in me jesus speaking in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you and if i go to prepare a place for you i will come again and receive you unto myself that where i am you may be also and whither i go you know and the way you know thomas said unto the lord we know not whither thou goest and how we can know the way jesus said unto him i am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me if you had known me you would have known my father also powerful principle in the oneness of god and from henceforth you know him and have seen him you've seen the father jesus philip said lord show us the father and it sufficeth us and jesus said unto him have i been with you so long and yet has thou not known me philip You've seen me, you've seen the Father. How sayest thou then? Show us the Father. Believeth thou not that I am the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or else believe me for the very works' sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than these shall he do before I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. So that verse, the very last verse 15 there, if you love Jesus, you're going to keep his commandments. That right there goes back to the principle I was talking about at the very beginning, that the law doesn't disappear, that we still have to obey the law, we still have to live by the law, but we have the Holy Spirit, which allows us to live a life that overcomes the sin nature and walks in the fullness of the law, because we have the Spirit of Christ that dwells inside of us. But here, this is very interesting, Because Jesus said, he that believes on me. He will do greater works than the ones that I do. And whatever you ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you ask in his name. Jesus said, he will do it. That that literally means that whatever you ask. Whatever you ask in Jesus' name will be done. And this is the principle. This is the the law of faith. This is the word of faith. If you speak in faith, if you believe it, it will happen. There's no stipulation here. It says, whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do. You need a financial blessing today? Just ask for it. You need a new job, you need a new position, you need a raise. All you have to do is ask for it. The Jesus said, "You have not because you ask not." You just all you've got to do is be willing to ask. Speak it in faith. My wife and I were listening recently to this um, preacher that was talking about the word of faith. uh, It's, again, a powerful principle because we've been putting it to work. Um, We've been uh, obeying the word of God. We've been saying, okay, whatever we do, we're going to ask in Jesus' name. We're going to speak to our situation. We're going to speak to our need. We're going to speak to what we need. We're going to speak to it with the word of faith And we've seen it unfold and be fulfilled every time. I'm telling you, once you start utilizing the word of faith as God intended you to as a born-again believer, as a Christian that's walking by faith and not by sight. See, God is a God of abundance, a God of substance. Everything that is, everything that was, everything that will be is his. The Bible says that all things were created by him and all things were created for him. So if all things were created by him and all things were created for him, then that means there's nothing that was made that was made without him or for him. That's your. That's you. That's your family. That's your finances. That's your church. That's your community. That's 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 everything. That's your. That's your. Literally, everything in your life. Everything in your life belongs to God. And I've never seen. The Apostle Paul said, "I've never seen a child of God go without. I've never seen a child of God be." uh you know while yes we will go through things in life but here's the thing it rains on the just and the unjust good things happen to good people bad things happen to good people bad things happen to bad people good things happen to bad people but here's the thing just because someone is living in sin doesn't mean they're beyond redemption just because someone's living in sin doesn't mean that god doesn't love them because god loves everybody God is love. And he loves his people and he loves his children. Now Jesus, you know, he was talking to the type of disciples, and he said, What father, if his child asks for bread, is going to give him a snake or a scorpion? <laughs> He's just not going to do it. And so when he when, when you go to your father, your heavenly father, and you ask him. Whatever you need. He's going to do it. He said whatsoever you ask in my name. Whatever you ask in the name of Jesus. I will do it. Sometimes you just got to be willing to speak to your mountain. You got to be willing to speak to your situation. You got to be willing to speak to your need. In faith. That's the word of faith. And that's the principle. And that's the law of faith. When you speak it. It'll come to pass. When you speak it is fulfilled that is the principle in the law in the word of god it's there i'm not talking about going out and asking for things that you don't need a want and a need are two different things do i think that if you want something and you ask your father your heavenly father for it he wouldn't give it to you i don't know that that's true but if you need it He'll give it to you. If you, what, so ever you have need of. Uh, Matthew 21, Matthew 21. I, I'll get moving along here. I don't want to get this too, uh, I don't want this episode to be too long, but I, I want to get this, I want to get this principle into your mind and into your hearing. And I want you to hear this and say, wow, that's something that I need to put to work or apply to my life. Well, Matthew 21, verses 18. Now in the morning as he returned unto the city, he hungered. And when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon. But leaves only and said unto it, let no fruit grow on the henceforth forever. And presently the fig tree withered away. And when the disciples marveled. Saw it, they marveled, saying, How shall the fig tree, how soon is the fig tree withered away? And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also ye shall say unto the mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and it shall be done. And all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. That didn't say some things. That said, whatsoever you shall ask, whatsoever. That's all things, all things. Whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. It's faith. You've got to use your faith. You've got to use your faith. That's the word of faith. The word of faith says, I'm going to speak it. I'm going to ask for it. And God's going to give it to me. And God loves you so much. He loves his people so much. He loves his children so much that that's what he'll do. See, the promises of God are there. If God promised it, he's going to do it. Let God be true and every man a liar. That's what the Bible says. Uh, Same portion of scripture, uh, different, uh, different writer, Mark 11, Mark 11, verses 12. 12 through 26. And on the morrow, when they came from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came and happily uh, that he might find anything thereon. But when he came to it, found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, "It, No man eat fruit of here thereafter. And if the disciples heard it, when they came to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple, began to cast them out that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and would not suffer that any man carry any vessel through the temple. And he taught, saying unto them, It is written, My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer. But ye have made it a den of thieves. And the scribes and the chiefs, chief priests heard it and sought out how they might destroy him. For they feared because of all the people or was astonished at his doctrine. And even when he came out to the city in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God, for verily I say unto you, that whatsoever, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, and he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. And if you stand praying, forgive. If you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive Neither will your father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. So the, the, the word of faith is a very clear principle in the word of God. Okay. And I want you to grasp this because I want you to apply it to your life. I want you to be able to have, well, I want you to have the audacity to ask because you were you were given the promise and you don't need to be afraid doubtful or fearful that you won't receive what you ask for in faith same same story same thing that Jesus was teaching a different person that heard it and wrote it down Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray? He doesn't just say when you ask. Uh, the other one said, Whatever you ask in my name, this one said, Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them. Believe that you receive them. Have the faith that you receive them, and you shall have them. Now the principle is that we walk by faith and not by sight. This is the this is the this is the word of faith. You have not because you ask not. And there's a lot more that could be said about, about the topic. There's a, there's a lot more that could be said about it. But I'll leave it, I'll leave it with this. The apostle Paul, he was writing and he's talking about calling things. That are not as though they were, or sorry, he said calling things that be not as though they were. And this is the word of faith. This is a word of faith. It says. I may be messed up today, but in faith. I'm redeemed tomorrow. Word of faith says, I may be struggling today. The mercies of God are renewed every morning. And there's redemption for me. And there's hope for me. It says, I may be financially unstable today. But tomorrow, there's abundance and blessings in the glory and the presence of God. I may be lonely today, but in faith tomorrow, I'm going to find hope and peace in the presence of God. I'm going to trust the Lord with my future. He already knows my past. He already knows your past, but see, he sees he knows your future. The Bible says that God knows what you have need of before you ever asked, before you ever think to ask. And he owns everything. The Bible says he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, the stars that are in the sky. He flung the stars into existence. He stretches the heavens. The heavens are his throne and the earth is his footstool. That's got to put it into perspective for you. He has all the stars in the sky numbered and named. And here's the thing. He cares about the intimate details of your life as well. Don't be discouraged today. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be encouraged to activate the law of faith in your life, to activate the word of faith in your life that you'll be willing to say, in Jesus' name, I am blessed. I am anointed. I am an overcomer. I receive the blessings of God. I walk in the abundance of the word of God. I walk in the abundance of the blessings of God. I walk in favor. I walk in power. I walk in authority in the name of Jesus Christ. All these things I have because the Father in heaven has given them to me. God has given you these things. God has given you the word of faith to use it to use it to use it whatever you have need of whatsoever you ask in my name you you shall receive whatever you ask without doubting you'll receive if you just ask for it you can have it it's a simple principle it's simple it's it's so simple. Why haven't we been doing it? Why haven't we been utilizing it? I promise you, I've applied this principle to my life, and I've seen the blessings of God unfold. I've seen the just God has just been doing some incredible things in our life and in our marriage and in our home and in our walk with God. I promise you, it's worth it. It's worth it. Don't be discouraged, but be encouraged and utilize the word of faith. God bless you. Thanks for listening. This podcast is made possible because of listeners like you who are willing to bridge the gap. We now have a sponsorship program on our anchor website in which you can become a monthly sponsor of $1, $5, or $10 a month. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook.